So the question of the day is, why do people hit training plateaus? Now, if you're working on a press handstand or any kind of technical skill, the thing that tends to elude most people is once they move past this realm of what I call watch and copy, and I'll talk about this in a second, but I want to explain what this phenomenon is so you can start to apply it or at least attempt to try it, apply it to your practice. Now, okay, so when you start practicing yoga, for example, you will see people doing, say, like downward dog, or you'll see people doing like warrior two. And visually, you can take a look at them and say, oh, I understand the shape of the body. I understand where they're going with it. I can now just copy what they're doing and I can put my body in the same shape. So fundamentally, what we're doing is we're just looking at somebody else and we're copying. And to a certain extent, that's fine. When we start, we can look at our we can look at all the basic standing yoga poses. We can look at even some basic arm balances like crow and you can just watch and copy, right? That's the general, that's the general mechanic for how people start doing yoga. But the difference is everyone has a different threshold of where their watch and copy strategy fails. Let's put it that way. And then when that watch and copy strategy fails, that's when you'll get stuck where it's okay. Now I no longer can just watch someone do something. I can't just watch someone do a press handstand and do it. I can't just watch someone like lift up off the ground into the air and do it. So that's where the plateau happens, right? Which is now my watch and copy strategy fails. Now, in order to get through to that, and this is where real breakthroughs in practice start to happen and pay attention. If you're someone who's been stuck at a certain level in your practice for a long time, or, and I'm talking like months, even weeks, the, the thing to remember is it's time you, your body has to create new patterns in order to bust through this plateau. And if this is the first time, and this, this is why people struggle with like a press handstand, because it's not something you can do. I don't matter. I, I don't care how talented you are. You can't just look at somebody doing it and then just get lucky and do it your first time. It's just not going to happen. That's not the way it works. But instead, you have to say, now I need to learn to actually use my muscles in the correct way to replicate that movement. I need to replicate the mechanics that are going on piece by piece. And so what happens in a movement like press handstand is there's a lot of different things going on in that pose, right? Your core has to obviously engage to, to lift yourself off the ground and stabilize yourself. Your back muscles have to engage to support your shoulder girdle so you don't collapse. Your hip flexors have to engage and strengthen. It's called compression. And the hip flexors, in order to lift the legs off the ground, but the hip flexors, as I was going to say, also have to be strong enough to hold your legs. So if you don't have the strength in your hip flexors, which is a thing a lot of uh, yoga practitioners struggle with then you aren't going to be able to hold your legs if the hips don't have the strength to hold them, if that makes sense. What that means is amongst everything else that could be the problem with a press handstand, if the hip flexors aren't, if you don't have the strength in the hips to hold the legs, when the legs go up into the air, the whole mechanic fails. So those are all of the 
Those are all of the, the little things that go on in that movement itself. So the more and more that you start to get into advanced mechanics, there's a higher level of understanding within the body that goes on. And what that means is create being able to create these individual movement patterns one by one so that they become automatic, like brushing your teeth, for example, right? The example of movement patterns that are automatic are like brushing your teeth, riding a bike, throwing a ball with your dominant hand. Those are what are called movement patterns, neurological movement patterns that we execute all the time without thinking about it. What we're doing instead is we're creating individual movement patterns in our body, and then we're asking them to work together. That's what a press handstand is. It's a series of anatomical movement patterns we create and execute together. And that's the, that's how you start to break through plateaus. Like normally, like everybody has a threshold where they'll come up against the watch and copy barrier, which they'll hit. And then once they hit, they are just at a plateau. And oftentimes that's where people are stuck forever. I see this a lot with yoga practitioners. They have been so reliant on just copying what they see that the difficult things continue to elude them because they don't have any other tool in their toolkit other than simply watching and copying. But for the advanced stuff, that doesn't work. And that's actually why, too, if you read or actually watch, read and watch the reviews of the hundreds and hundreds of people that have gone through Body Breakthrough, one of the things that really creates that environment for change is movement patterns. Like when I look at people these days, like people will ask, how is it that you work with people? Or what is it you do differently with people that helps them to break through these things? And the thing is, it's just addressing movement patterns. It's looking at movement patterns, addressing them. So that way you can move past them. Because a lot of, uh, because not a lot of the time, pretty much all the time, if you want to move your body in ways that you've never moved it before, you have to learn to use your muscles in ways you've never used them before. And so your current set of movement patterns are resisting. They are your current set of movement patterns. I shouldn't say resisting, but they are creating the movements that your body can currently do. But in order to do other things, you have to create the patterns underneath, right? New patterns, deeper patterns, more complex movement patterns that become automatic and simple so your body can execute them and in turn accomplish more advanced skills. And that's why it's not just about strength thing. Like a lot of, a lot of stuff with like any kind of the handstand lifts that you're doing, press handstands, lifts from the ground. You see me doing like L sits and V sits to handstands. It's not just a strength thing. Like a lot of people will lead you to believe. And it's not just a drill thing. Like I, I think a lot of people are misled. If you look at sometimes Sometimes it's the classic case of there's on the internet, there's too much information. And sometimes when information becomes free, it becomes no good. And that a lot of it is build strength. This If you can't do a press handstand, build strength this way. Or if you can't do this, do these drills. But the thing is, none of that matters if you don't have the underlying patterns underneath to support those kinds of things. Because a press handstand is in a lot of ways treated more like brushing your teeth and less like a bench press. Because the thing with the bench press is if you if you can't bench press 300 pounds, you can start by bench pressing 50 pounds. And it's the same fundamental mechanic. We, we learn the movement pattern pretty quickly by simply grabbing less weight. But 
with a press handstand, you can't just do a lesser version of, you can't just cut your body weight in half and try and do press handstand. It doesn't work that way. You have to work up to those patterns, but like brushing your teeth, for example, it's, there's a certain way you learn to hold the toothbrush. There's a certain way, there's an angle. If you think back to when you're a kid learning to brush your teeth, you can't decide, use your right hand or do you use your, do you use your left hand? And then like, how do you grip the toothbrush and what direction does my elbow go? What's the easiest way to turn the toothbrush to get back in there and get the molars and all sorts of your teeth, right? You learn those fundamental mechanics. It's not, it's hard to brush my teeth. So let me strengthen my shoulders. Let me go do some shoulder presses so that I can hold my toothbrush and then get better at brushing my teeth. It doesn't work that way. And that, but that's the approach that a lot of people take with a press handstand, which yeah, you get stronger, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee technical abilities. So think about it in that regard, movement patterns, they're so important, the critically important high, like high level athletes performing like automatic, like basketball players shooting three pointers or quarterbacks throwing like pinpoint passes. They're, they're movement patterns that they create. They're just automatic movement patterns that they have trained and drilled into them to the point where they're just like brushing your teeth, brushing their teeth. It's the same thing over and over again. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. If this was beneficial, do take some time to share it on share it or share, share it in a story and tag me at Brian Ogonod on Instagram. And you can also follow me on Facebook. My, my page is, it's facebook.com slash beogonod. You can go there and you can also follow me there. So that's all I've got for you on today's show. Have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.